Hello and welcome to a new episode of Voice of the Makers, where makers let their voices be heard all while building our very own community. It is your host and jewelry designer, Ginger, and I am back with a new episode about curating your social media. But before we get into the episode, please do me a favor. Go over to iTunes and rate, review, and subscribe to Voice of the Makers. Also, you can take a screenshot of this episode, post it to your Instagram story, and tag at GeminiFly. Thank you, and let's get into the new episode. So curating your space on social media is very important. Here's why. Just as I spoke about in the previous episode about making sure that the space you're working in and creating in is peaceful, serene, you have your music, whatever you want to curate, the smells, what you hear, the vibes, how it looks is very important. Also, that goes for your social media. Guess why? Because that is your space out there in the internet streets. That is where you promote your brand. That is where you meet your tribe. That is where you meet other makers and mentors. It also can be a very scary place. But we'll touch on that later on in the episode. Okay, let's jump right in. So makers are often known to be people's people. Like we never meet strangers, right? Everybody loves us. Everybody loves our creations, our podcasts, our services. Wrong. Everyone isn't here for you and what you have to offer to the world. That's point blank and the period. You are not for everyone, but you are for someone. You know, it's just like you can't marry everybody. Well, maybe in some countries you can marry more than one. But for the most part, you're going to attract certain people by your style, your presence, the way you carry yourself, the way you speak. And in social media, it could be the way you write a caption. It could be how you take a picture. It could be what you share and how that resonates with that other person. If it speaks to them, maybe they'll start following you. They may go as far as clicking that link in your bio and making that purchase to your subscription, to your blog, listening to your podcast, or buying those earrings from Gemini Fly. <laughs> Had to plug. Um, when you know this, you'll realize that you are loved and adored by your tribe for your offerings and your services. But it's very vital that you find your tribe. And when you find them, here's some things that you need to do. First, you need to love on them hard because there's so many people in the world that do exactly what you do. They may not do it the way that you do, but they have a podcast. They're a brand strategist. They're a photographer. They're an author, but they're not you. And that is your superpower. Always remember that. You want to listen to your audience because there is a fine line where we can communicate too much that we don't hear what 
our tribe wants and needs. And the only way you can hear what they want, what they need from you, is if you're quiet and you're listening. That means you let them speak in their D, in your DMs or if they leave you a voice message. And you listen with the intent to understand, not with the intent to defend or to be defensive or to get smart or to tell them these are my rules and that is it. Because again, there are other people in this world, tons of them, that do exactly what you do. So communication is key, you know, just like with any other relationship. And when you listen to them, you understand their needs and you can grow and evolve. You can find out what they want from you. And in this time that we're in, it's very crucial because a lot of makers don't have all these uh, excessive funds where they could just buy in bulk and have all these things just sitting in a warehouse. And, And let's be real. Warehouses aren't doing that anymore. Have you gone to Target lately and Walmart, Michaels and Hobby Lobby? They're looking pretty slim and they're only replacing things that are selling. So for a maker and a creator, our things are even more compiled and even more compact and small. So you want to make sure that you're listening and internalizing what is the need of my tribe and how can I provide them with the service or product that they want. So, so, so important. Now, when you're curating your space, you're also gonna not only attract your tribe, you're gonna attract lurkers. You know, the people that are just kind of looking around, they think they may like you and your product, but they're not sure. Uh, because they're comparing you to someone else. And hey, that's just like anywhere else. You got to shop around, right? Right. Or you may have someone that's looking around and they're aspiring to be a maker too. And they're like looking to see what you're making and trying to fill out your vibe and what makes you tick because you got some sauce on you, girl and dude, that they want, that they need because they're trying to figure out how to make their service and product pop. This is good. You need this too, because they're a part of your audience, not necessarily your tribe, but your audience. They decided to follow you and they are on the journey with you. So what you do is you handle them with care. You don't go overboard, but with care. If they've never bought from you, they don't say anything. They don't comment and they just randomly say little things or ask you questions like, how much is your, those earrings? Okay. Just tell them and then in a nice tone, say, "Um, here's my website. You can try this link and all of my prices are listed there, everything. And that way you probably will avoid that question coming up. Just try not to get annoyed because sometimes people don't know that you have a website. They don't know to even try to look in your link in your bio or they don't know. They just want to see how you're going to answer them, you know. So always be on your P's and Q's. Always be polite. But you don't have to go overboard like you would do your tribe. You don't have to sit in your DMs and have a whole book of conversation with them. It could be sweet, short, and to the point. Now, when you're curating your space, you're also going to meet other makers. And this can be a wonderful, blessed 
enjoyable experience because now you've made met someone that makes you feel like you all can communicate in the same fashion. You're a maker, I'm a maker. You're a content creator, I'm a content creator. You're a brand strategist and I'm a brand strategist. Let's talk. You may feel like, oh, they have to love and adore what I do because they do the same thing or, or they are trying to get their brand out there and grow too. But you're wrong again because sometimes the maker relationships have a an expiration date. I had to reach for that one. They have an expiration date. They don't go all the way to the end or to the middle. Sometimes they stop in mid-sentence. Sometimes they go on and sometimes they go in waves. Like you may talk to someone for a long time when they're at a slow pace and you're kind of at the height and it could switch. They could be at a very um, high volume pace in their brand and business and you could be at a slower pace. And so a good maker relationship would be you all having an understanding that this is a part of the process. We may both be at a high volume time where we both can't talk too much. We can only say, hey, I see what you're doing, girl. I see what you're doing, dude. Thumbs up. And then it may be a time where I'm kind of slow, you're busy, and I want to chit chat, but you can't. And I have to be understanding of that and vice versa. That's how you can keep those relationships going. Unfortunately, sometimes people take those, the imbalance periods where you're busy, they're not, they're busy, you're not as, oh, you're dissing me, you're, 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 you know, you're being petty, you're um, not holding up your part of the bargain, you know, it can get a little tricky and you just have to understand that if you all have good communication and you're there to support each other and be each other's cheerleaders, it doesn't have to be as obsessive or as hectic as it is with your tribe because your tribe, um, not saying that your maker friends can't buy from you, but more than likely they're not going to buy as consistently as your tribe, but they still are very vital in telling other people about you. I've had so many maker friends to tell their friends about me and vice versa. And that's how we have been able to expand and grow our tribes. So again, maker relationships can be a little strenuous, but they're valuable. So make sure that you're taking good care of them and just having some understanding, again, communication, love, um, you know, will lead the way in this maker's life. Now, there have been some maker relationships that have gone down south for me, and I'm sure for other creatives too, where it got, things got kind of blurry, you know, like any other relationship, you know, you're in a relationship with this guy, this girl, and they stop calling and, you know, they stop liking your post and putting a little hard eyes. You're like, oh, what's up? What's going on? You slide into their DMs. You're like, hey, I see, you know, you're kind of busy. I'm just checking on you temperature checking, you know how that goes. And again, you don't need to take it personally because it's not a romantic relationship. I mean, it could be, but it's not for the most part. It's just, you all may not be on the same sheet of music, but when you get this feeling, and as a creative, I'm quite sure most of us are in tune with feelings that somebody's being nasty, rude, their captions are kind of throwing jabs, you know, they're being, uh, really short with you with communication and messages. Uh, they used to be like your biggest cheerleader. Now they don't talk about you at all. Maybe the relationship has taken on a new turn. Maybe it's not as fruitful as it should 
used to be, and that's okay. You just need to, at that time, determine how you're going to, uh, how you're going to come out of the situation, how you're going to handle it. So you could say, you know, I'm just going to give this person their space. If it gets too catty, you know, you can just delete and stop following each other. Uh, if it gets to the point where it's becoming a hindrance, you can go as far as blocking. But the good thing about social media, they do things that I do with friends, family, and some maker relationships. You can decide to kind of curate the situation, if you will. My favorite word of the season. You can um, go on Instagram and you can still be their friend or follow each other, but you can decide not to see their post on your feed. So it won't show on your feed in an automatic way. You would have to literally go to their page. Or you could say, hey, I don't want to see their Instagram stories anymore because a lot of times when you're watching Instagram stories, you're just clicking and it goes to the next person after the other person's Instagram slide stops, Instagram story slide stops. So you can decide if you just don't want them to come up for a while or forever. <laughs> if you do forever, I think you just should stop following each other. But anyway, that's just my notion on that. Um, you can do the same thing on Facebook. Like you can still be friends, but you cannot follow them. So you don't, again, see their things. You're still friends on the surface, but you literally have to go to their page to see things. Um, again, if it gets to that point, you may just need to cut it off if it's not making you feel good because we want all of these social media relationships to feel like sunshine and rainbows, right? We want to open up these apps and see the things that make us feel inspired, make us feel happy, make us feel motivated, engaged, and understood. And that has a lot to do with who you are following. I mean, who you follow is who you're going to see in your timeline and on your feed. And as a maker and a creator, that does play a lot on your psychological, like how you feel and how you think. Sometimes you can see a person's caption and it's derogatory and you're like, oh, I feel ugly. I feel bad. This person is making me feel way. And you have to dismiss yourself or dismiss them. So just know that you have the option to do that. Nobody's holding a gun to your head saying that you cannot unfriend me or unfollow me or you cannot um, unfollow my post or my stories. Yes, you can. You can do it. Ginger said you could in the universe and God and all that stuff. So just know that your space is your space and you can control it the way you want. And, you know, if you want to see certain people more often than not, then you have to comment on their page and follow them. And they'll be the first ones to pop up in your feed and in your stories. And that's always good to me because there, there's like 10 people that I see all the time. I already know that they're going to pop up on my feed and on my Instagram story. And they post a lot of uh, affirmations, a lot of funny memes, because every now and again, I need something funny to make me laugh. So I make sure that I'm always seeing these certain people. So I'm following them. I'm in their DMs. They're in my DMs. We're commenting on stories. We're laughing about things. We're sharing. And that's just a beautiful experience. And it makes life better. So before I get out of here, I want to know from you, you can either leave a review, slide into my DMs, 
or post it on your Instagram story, whatever you like, just at Gemini Fly. So, so I'll see it, right? What do you do to curate your space? Like, has anything that I said resonated with you? And if not, and you, if you haven't done anything, but you have some things out there in the atmosphere of social media that make you feel um, a certain way, make, they may make you feel bad, bring you down. Um, how do you feel about coming to terms with this may not be something that I need to keep seeing? Because some people think, you know, I can ignore it, you know, I'll just do this and I'll just do that. But as I feel that you can't control people and you can't go and message people about everything because people can lie. People can say, oh, no, that wasn't about you. And it was about you. Uh, people can say, oh, no, I didn't, you know, I didn't fall off from talking to you or whatever, you know. Yeah, yeah, we know the truth. You know how it makes you feel. But my question to you is, how do you deal with it? Do you just ignore it and move on? Do you unfollow their posts? Do you just unfriend them? What do you do? And, and another thing, sometimes I feel that it is important to check to see on Instagram story. I mean, on Instagram, you can see how frequent you are with people. And this is also an avenue where you can kind of reignite relationships because like I have over 4,000 followers. So sometimes it's hard to communicate with all of them. Well, it's really hard. So I can just imagine if you have double digit thousands <laughs> of followers, but you can always go and check your followers and see who you've been like at least what is it? You haven't been communicating with them as much. You don't see them as much. Instagram will tell you that. So maybe you can go look at their stories or comment on some posts to pull them back into your rotation of Instagram story and newsfeed. Because, you know, like I mentioned, there are 10 or 20 that I see all the time, but there are so many that I'm probably missing because of the algorithm and things are always changing on social media because they're trying to make the uh, experience be better for you. They're trying to keep you on the freaking app forever. And you have to be careful with that. So make sure you're curating your time too. You can't be on there all day. You have to take breaks. You have other things to do like mail packages off and ship orders and respond to emails, cook dinner, take bath, record a podcast. <laughs> so whatever it may be, you know, you just have to make sure that you're curating and making things nice, pretty, and delectable to your taste because that is very important on how you think and how you vibe. You may not think it plays a role, but it does. Anyway, I'm going to get out of here. And until next time, you all continue to stay safe. Make sure you respond. Let me know what you think about this episode and take care. And until next time, peace.